Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy the show. Silence. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This is Friendshiping. And the theme this week is... Pushing your friends. Not physically, though. I was going to say, how aggressive. (laughs) It certainly can be. Pushing your friends into a pit of snakes. Oh. (laughs) No, don't do it. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This week on Friendshiping, we're talking about friends who are caught in patterns, who are doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, and they talk to you about it, and they're like, I just keep doing this same thing. And you're like, well, stop doing the thing. And you're like, and they're like, eh, I don't know. This is a difficult situation to be in. It really, it really is. Um, so let's just uh, let's, uh, hop to it. Yeah. First question. First question. One of my friends is still working his high school job and dropped out of college. The rest of the group have graduated or near graduated and have adult jobs. It upsets him, but he likes being comfortable. How do we, as a group, push him with love? There's so much in this question. Ah! (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Let's talk about the interior of the mind of the person that this friend is trying to push. The friend dropped out of college. So why did he drop out of college? You know, was it just not for him? Did he not do well with change? Did he run out of money, which happens in the United States of America? All of these reasons are valid, and some of them really suck. And it's not fair of anyone to assign the title, like, drop out to him for life because of a choice that he made for whatever reason that he made it. And it doesn't make him any less of a capable or intelligent person or able to move on to a quote-unquote adult job, which we will get into. We will get into the phrase, quote, adult job. Right. The, the system doesn't work for everyone. And actually, most people in the United States don't have college degrees. Uh, and that's for so many, so many, so many reasons. But it doesn't make your friend like a stick in the mud or anything like that because he hasn't graduated. So we need to address the capitalism of this. Mm-hmm. We need to address the phrase adult job. I personally have a salary in health insurance because I'm very fortunate. But I write about poop jokes. Yep. Is that is that an adult job? What if you're a kindergarten teacher? You literally work with babies. Is that an adult job? <laughs> or a custodian? Are those? Are, is that an adult job? What the fuck is an adult job? Yeah, we need people to work all kinds of jobs. That's how society functions. We need to address this because part of what you think is an adult job, we can only assume, is the kind of job that you can maybe raise a family on, that sort of thing, the kind of job that gets you more money. Doesn't it kind of suck that as a society we've decided that some people get to have enough money to raise kids and travel and have a good life and stuff and some people don't? Because even though we actually need people to fill these jobs and society doesn't function without people to run cash registers we've decided that they don't get to have a a family and a life and a mortgage nope no not you you know what your value as a person is not determined by your productivity or how much money you make or how you spend the hours between nine and five it upsets me quite a bit that you're putting so much value from your friend on how they spend their professional life It upsets him, but he likes being comfortable. So what's upsetting him? Is it the way that other people like talk down to him at his work? That's not the fault of him being in the same job. That's the fault of people being mean. 
and shitty and he doesn't need to change just to make people happier with him Yeah, everything in your friend's life is probably telling him that he's doing shit wrong like his parents could be hounding him or he could probably i'm sure he's heard the phrase uh about how shitty and wrong and embarrassing he is to quote live in your parents basement and i've used that phrase before and now i've completely cut it out of my vernacular because it's just rude to embarrass people that way and if you have a group of friends with a variety of jobs and hobbies and backgrounds, that is a good thing. That says such great things about your personality and openness and your ability to be accepting and kind. If you look around at your group of friends and they all look exactly like you, that's worth examining more closely. So how do we as a group push him with love? Now, there are definitely circumstances in which pushing your friends is a fine thing. Tough love is a fine thing. And uh, supporting their, their moving on from something is great. But pushing, I don't know, is appropriate here unless he is consistently over and over again said, I, I could use some help. Like what kinds of things are you listening for to know that you should be pushing this friend? That's, I love Trin that you used the phrase listening for, because he, if he's complaining about his job and saying like, I had a shitty day, that is not the same phrase. That is not the same meaning as please help me find a new job. Do you, do you have any connections for me? Can you, can you do an email introduction? Those are not the same things. Right. If he has expressed to you that he's like to move on to another career, but he isn't sure how to do that. If he's expressed to you that he needs some help changing his path. If he has said out loud to you in no uncertain terms that he would like your advice and influence, then yes, there are things you can say and do to help him. But if you're even a tiny bit unsure about this, you should just ask. Just ask. And ask over and over again because his feelings about this could change. One day he might want your advice and the next day he might be like, no, this is, this is my thing. Right. It takes a lot of energy and time to move on from something that you've been comfortable with and accustomed to it's like moving on from a relationship yeah it really is i mean he could complain about his job and not want to leave it right right <laughs> that's a very very realistic scenario yeah and he could change his mind too i mean he might say one day like yes it's time to get a new job but he may become uncomfortable and unhappy with the idea that he should change and that's not wrong if you want to help your friend you need to know whether or not he actually needs or wants help we cannot express this to you enough and that requires consistent explicit consent because he's not exhibiting harmful behavior he's not doing something wrong or incorrect yeah you are probably afraid that if you don't push him he'll be unhappy and that you are somehow endorsing that unhappiness or that if you don't act you will both get complacent but it sounds to me like this is a moment to be a supportive friend and not a teacher or a leader like he's not your project or your or your padawan <laughs> You're not his Jedi master. Yeah. Take a break, Obi-Wan. Unless he asks you to be his Jedi master, you are not his Jedi master. And there are plenty of ways that you can help. You can lead him to some resources to f help him figure out what would make him most happy. Really, the first step in this is deciding what would make him happier. How would spending his time nine to five differently make him happier? Does he want to be more creative in his job? Does he want more responsibilities? Does he just want more money? Um, these are things that can lead him to envisioning a different life for himself. And all these things require changes to, to move on to that new path. I guess just be supportive. <laughs> Please don't use the phrase adult job around him. Yeah. That's upsetting. It really is. You're probably just being more honest in your question to us, which I understand and appreciate. But think of him as someone you will check in on as a supportive friend and not as like a project that needs your investment. 
Yeah. And please don't value people based on how well they've been rewarded by this system. You know, there are so many people who are like stockbrokers and accountants right now who make tons and tons of money and have influence and et cetera. But uh, maybe 200 years ago, their skill sets would have been entirely useless. (laughs) So true. Yeah. Like whether or not you can farm a potato was way more important 200 years ago. It's still pretty important. It's still (laughs) fucking important. Yeah. I need potato. Yeah. Don't Turn get me needs wrong. her, her taters. <laughs> My taters. <laughs> I almost said taters. <laughs> and somebody who is born today who's like really good at wielding an axe, you know, like their skill set is completely useless right now. Aw, that's true. Doesn't that suck? Yeah. Oh, Imagine if you have all of the skills required to be an amazing jet pilot, but you were born 150 years ago. Or you're colorblind or you don't have good vision. Yeah, like that sucks. So what what I guess what I'm trying to say (laughs) is whether or not you can uh, succeed in the system that you were born into, whether or not you have like the privileges and the values necessary to make a ton of money or something like that. There are reasons why we tell you that that's not a judgment of your character or anything because it isn't like it's entirely a lot of it is luck. A lot of it. So much of it is luck. When I've been invited before to speak at tech conferences and no one likes it when I go up on stage and say like, a lot of this is luck. It's like lightning struck for me. That's why I'm, I'm doing well and because I'm a white woman. But like also it's luck, like a lot of luck. Like you can work very hard and be unlucky. Yeah. Well, I know we've been kind of answering this question in the context of this guy isn't necessarily unhappy. But let's say he is necessarily very unhappy with his job. Good idea. Yeah. And his rela- his job is like a shitty, abusive relationship. His boss is mean to him all the time. He comes home crying from work. Like things really, really suck. There are great ways to be supportive there. Again, I, I really think that helping this friend envision what their life could be and what their hourly life could be six months from now is very, very important. I like that you said six months from now because these kind of changes take a long fucking time. They really do. In most situations, you don't up and change your life in a matter of a week. It's just not possible. It's not It's not how you know the system functions. You can help him put together his resume. He probably has more things to put on his resume than he thinks he does. And if he doesn't, well, you can help him find volunteer work to do like on the weekends or something like that to beef up his resume. Literally anything extra that you can put on your resume that you could talk about in a job interview is phenomenal. I think that reminding this friend over and over again that this is going to be hard. You are probably tired from your job on the day to day and having the energy to move on. Like it's it's very difficult. Um, being there to help him with things that he doesn't have the energy or, or time to do. I think that that's, that's really good and important. Being a resource for looking at his cover letters or helping him look on Craigslist or considering your influence and the people that you know that can, that can help him find a job. Honestly, helping somebody find a new job is fairly straightforward. It's just a matter of knowing whether or not your friend really wants to do that. Because they asked us, how do we push him with love? And the answer might be no pushing at all. Right. And honestly, I think that that is the answer. This friend has been in this same pattern and in this same comfort level for so long. And if he's comfortable, leave him alone. Yeah. And if he's not, if he's sad, if he's tired, if he's depressed, if he sees his life going a different way and has regrets about maybe not finishing college, something like that, there are very concrete resources. Like really the question is, should we push him with love as a group? And I think the only way to know that is to ask him directly. Check in multiple times if he still wants your help. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's move on. Yeah, next question. 
Next question. This is a long one, so listen up. Yeah, Put yeah. on your listening ears. <laughs> Put on your listening pants. <laughs> My friend confided in me that she cheated on her <laughs> extremely meh boyfriend. <laughs> she smooched some dude she had a crush on. She's been telling me for a while that she's dissatisfied if comfortable with their relationship, and I feel like this attitude, combined with her actions, means it's time to move on. But it's been weeks since the thing happened, and she still hasn't made any changes, despite my encouragement. I don't know what my place is in this situation. Do I tell her boyfriend what happened? How can I get her to finally do something? The question started, I don't know what my place is in this situation. Do I tell her boyfriend what happened? And if you're not close with the boyfriend and you find him meh, as you said, then it's definitely not your place to say something, I don't think. I agree. The way the question is phrased, it makes it pretty clear that your loyalties are with her. And you could be doing so much more harm for all people involved if you break the news to him. Mm -hmm. Also, she didn't sleep with the guy, right? That you said smooch. So there's no health issues here. Right. I think that if she slept with the guy, then your place would probably be to tell her, like, she needs to disclose for health reasons. Um, but if they just kissed, I mean, and, I, and I'm not saying that that isn't a betrayal or a breach of trust, because um, certainly it is. It can be more emotionally harmful for, your, for you to say something. Right. Right. Good distinction there. So how close are you with the boyfriend? Because you centered the question around her and not her cheated on boyfriend, which means you probably are closest to the friend. And you find him extremely meh. Meh. Mr. Meh. Oh, that's what we're going to call him now. Aww. Sorry, pal. <laughs> so, and if you are the person that your friend goes to with her issues about her boyfriend and her tales of her indiscretion, that means that you're her safe space. You are her good friend. And honestly, it would be kind of unfair for you to judge her actions or to make movement in her life without her consent, such as telling Mr. Meh what happened. The fact that you know that her boyfriend is meh and the fact that you know so much about her indiscretion says so much about your friendship because that's not news that she would like likely share widespread so you got you two are extremely close i would think or she's she clearly trusts trusts you with a lot of information so good for you yeah and if she's just telling everybody around town hey i smooched this dude (laughs) eventually it's going to give back to the boyfriend anyway yeah that that would solve itself yeah (laughs) then you don't have to worry about that too hard Um, One thing to keep in mind is that being a supportive and compassionate friend can take many different forms. There is no one right way to be supportive. Uh, It could mean giving advice and analyzing how to navigate this with your friend. It might mean being her cheerleader from the sidelines. And if this situation is really spelling gloom and stress for her, as I imagine it would, then your role in this might be the listening ear with wine. Or you might be the person who distracts her from this situation with drunk food and a stupid movie. One of the things that I'd like you to internalize, if you haven't yet, is to be compassionate to her even though she's fucked up. Like, that is a fuck up. That's a mistake. That's definitely a mistake. I mean, a really big fuck up would be sleeping with somebody else. But, like, a mistake is smooching. No matter how she's acting about the situation, I think on some level it'll it'll be difficult. Because this is, she made a movement towards something else. And she's been so comfortable in this old situation that maybe was imperfect. And no matter what, the ending of this relationship or the maybe reforging of this relationship is going to be very emotionally hard. Right. Just like the previous question, this is one of those situations where you need explicit, active, and consistent consent to push your friend in a certain direction. It would be the good and fair thing of her to tell her boyfriend what happened so they can work on the thing and make the relationship less meh. Meh. 
oh meh. <laughs> or it would be equally good for her to end the relationship and move on to something new. Or maybe this smooch made her appreciate how much more she has with with the meh boy. Meh boy. <laughs> my boy. With my boy. <laughs> What do you say to your friend? Because if your consistent theme is, please break up with Mr. Meh, then your advice is coming with an agenda. Because there are very few instances in life when pushing your friends is appropriate. Like, tough love is great, and it can work well in some cases, but it's so much more helpful to be compassionate and understanding. Uh, Keep checking in on your own feelings, because... I'm afraid that you might be pushing your friends one way or another because you're tired of hearing about their same problem over and over again. You might be pushing action because you want this to change for selfish reasons, which is fair. Selfish is not bad. Selfish is just keeping your own energy and time in mind, and that's fine. But you want the best for your friends, and you don't want to see them stuck in the same spiral over and over again. But it is far more frustrating to be the person who is stuck in the spiral. And getting out of patterns takes a lot of time and energy and introspection. It's not fair to expect someone to change far more quickly than your friend is prepared for. So I know that this is hard for you to like just listen to your friend complain and to be unhappy and to be meh. But the reason why she's still in this pattern is because she's comfortable. And that's difficult. I had a thought. Tell me your thought, Jen. (laughs) I think this asker should do some self-care and self-reflection because this is pretty heavy. Yeah. This is a pretty, pretty big thing. This asker may not be totally ready to dive into this whole thing, like jump into the pool of feelings and and then, you know, grab your friend and try and get to the side of the pool. This metaphor is getting out of hand. (laughs) But but there's nothing wrong or unacceptable about saying, like, I'm going to help you through this with the understanding that I may not be totally equipped. I have a bias or I didn't have a good day either. So I'm pretty tired or that kind of thing. So the asker might even be feeling somewhat morally culpable for what happened. Oh, damn. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like guilt. But I want to make super clear that you're not. No. Even if you have information that you feel like Mr. Meh would want to know. I think that it would be another shade of morally weird if you said something to him because it would be a betrayal of your friend's trust. And it'd also be a much harder blow coming from somebody else. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to advocate for not telling the boyfriend here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's what the what the pushing is coming from mm-hmm. is feeling um, dis- like a lot of discomfort from this situation knowing that this is not the best situation for everybody involved. I I, and I I totally feel that. This asker said the boyfriend was meh, not that he sucked or that right. he was mean or right. that he was, you know, super shitty. And that's life. People are so rarely villainous or very shitty that makes things so easy and black and white for you. He's meh. And that makes it even more difficult. <laughs> Wouldn't life be so much easier if people were either good guys or death eaters? Yeah. Serious Black had it right, though. They're not. They're not. And your friend isn't a Death Eater for smooching some other dude. Nope. Life is complex and difficult and sucks. And yeah, she definitely made a mistake. But it's a mistake that can lead to positive change. True that. And life is long and mistakes will be made. Good for you for sticking by your friend through this. I think really our only advice is to take care of yourself enough and think about your own feelings about this situation and why you might be pushing for the ending of the relationship. Because that might not actually be what is necessary in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some real ass shit. Real ass shit. <laughs> 
Oh, I got a text right at the end of that. So <laughs> I'm going to keep it in. Yeah, do it. Real shitting. I also want to grab um the unfairness of life. Yeah. Because a lot of this is also the unfairness of life. It certainly is. Yeah. It's unfair that these askers are stuck in this situation just aching for their friends to be happier and hoping that they will change their patterns and it's frustrating and sucks and is draining to just see your friends stuck in the same patterns over and over and over again but ultimately if their patterns aren't harmful if they're not violent or they're not shitty towards somebody else or something like that it's not your it's not your business it's usually not yeah yeah it's usually not yeah so to both of the askers Reflect on why you need your friends to change. Is it because you're tired of hearing about their problems? Is it because you, from the outside, feel morally superior and you think that, like, you can tell them what to, you can't? Because you, you get to wear pants to work and your friend has to wear a diapy because you have an adult job. <laughs> a diapy. Uh, did your friend, does your friend need you to change her nap nap for her? Aww. Yeah, they call them nappies in the in the in Europe, right? I have no idea, yeah, but they it's... call them nappies. <laughs> 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 I can't get over adult job. Me neither. And I and I want to make super clear to the asker that like we don't think like you're like a piece of shit or something like that. We think society sucks. Society has taught you some really shitty things about people's value being tied to how they are rewarded by the system or how they fit into the system or capitalism. And and I know that I sound like a socialist hippie because I am. You love your friends for other reasons. And you care about your friends regardless of their problems or their backgrounds or their job or anything like that. Just make make sure people are happy and try to be supportive when they seek their happiness you're not 100 percent happy either no way yeah yeah maybe you're complaining about your own mr meh <laughs> to the your friend who's complaining yeah. about their high school job true that yeah life is long and it's a journey and you will be happy and unhappy and caught in spirals and not caught in spirals and all we can fucking do is support each other while things suck true that we are here on this stupid earth to bear one another's burdens i really believe that yeah this earth is stupid yeah this planet has a lot of garbage going on yeah literally and figuratively so just be supportive and make life easier for one another harder yeah don't be separate plastic bags flying in the wind become a supportive trash heap together yeah, in the ocean join my trash heap join my flat my floating plastic island in the ocean yeah it's so dense gross. enough to hold human weight you got it you if you guys don't know what we're talking about google it if you want to be really sad yeah trigger warning environmental sadness <laughs> God, then honestly, that should be there should be I'm, a CW I'm, for I'm that. I'm laughing, but in the agreement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I if I'm gonna read that article, I'm gonna cry afterwards, and maybe yeah. I don't want to cry today. <laughs> oh so God. Anyway, anyway, so this is friendshiping, the feel good <laughs> podcast with Jenna Trin. <laughs> yeah, things are really light and fun over here. <laughs> Uh, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at Jen and Trin. The Jen has two N's and the Trin only has one N. Mm, and the curious. missing N in Trin stands, stands for environmental disasters. Oh, yeah. It's the missing N, though, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. If you want to ask us a question, you can ask us at ask.fm slash Jen and Trin. The same number of N's apply. Is yeah, it, is that's that everything. Yeah, I think so. Thank you and good night. Jen, do you have a sign off you want to do? Good night and have a pleasant tomorrow. New friendship at the problem.